Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in to another Akago Mo episode. It's Chevron Mo Tiggs, and I am so excited to be here. Of course, you guys know I love talking to y'all every week. Um, and we've been consistent, y'all, like wiping the sweat off my brow. Like, even if it's just gotta be me up here talking to you guys, literally a combo with Mo, we're gonna get into it, okay? Because there's so much going on, and I am excited to talk to you guys about everything that goes on throughout the week. Today we're gonna be talking about friendships. Um, I recently made a tweet on Twitter that I had a hit tweet, y'all. It kind of went off a little bit, um, but I really want to get into the tweet. We're going to be talking about friendships. But first things first, I don't know if y'all saw, but the white people was white people-ing <laughs> this week on Twitter. Apparently, um, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis, I want to say Mila Kunis, that's how I want to say her name, but I could be absolutely wrong in pronouncing her name. They be butchering our name, so I don't really care anyways. <laughs> um, but apparently, they don't be showering their kids. Recently, they went on, they were on a podcast and they mentioned how they only shower. I, mean, I don't know how many times they say shower, but they said they only, like, they don't shower every day. They wash, they whole bath every day. And if you don't know what a whole bath is, a whole bath is when you get your pits, your area down there, and that's how you keep it moving in your face, I guess. And they said they only wash their kids when they're dirty. And I was like, well, the white people is out here, white people in y'all. They are, they are heavily white people in, and it's scary. Like, I'm scared of y'all. Like, I don't want no parts. And I think what killed me is on Black Twitter. People were going crazy. But the reality is we need to start getting used to these white people, white people in, because this is not something new. White people don't be showering. But listen to my white listeners, I love y'all, okay? And whatever you do, however you shower, that's on you. But as for me and my house, we're going to shower too. Three times a day, baby. Please, get clean. Get, especially in the summertime, it be hot outside. What do you mean? You got to shower before you get into bed at night, at least. Goodness gracious. But back to, <laughs> let me, I just want to hit on that. And also, I know y'all been seeing the baby getting canceled off every single Festival, first of all, I did not know that there were that many festivals planned, especially with the Delta variant coming out all crazy. I did not know that there were going to be this many festivals. They was ready for us. Now, do I love the fact that the baby is getting kicked off these uh, festivals? Yes, but the real tea, y'all, is that he actually had a chance of reconciliation. Apparently, Lulapalooza had asked him to send an apology video, and he didn't. His team said that he would, but he didn't. And they were going to let him perform. But because he didn't send that apology video, now he's getting kicked off the tours. Double whammy. I love it for him. I do. Because that's what you get. You're not going to just disrespect a sect of people and then, you know, think everything is going to be peachy clean and sweet and, you know, roses. No way. That's not how that works. When you disrespect people, you need to apologize and you need to be truly remorseful because people can tell when you're not truly remorseful. And I feel like that's what he underestimated. He thought he was Kanye and we're not going to get into Kanye, but he definitely thought he was Kanye, that he could you know, say all these egregious things and come back, you know? Um, and so, yeah, that was that. I am really happy to see that they are giving him his just due. Now, <laughs> to the main topic of today's podcast, we are going to be talking about reconciliation. I recently tweeted, like I said, I had a hit tweet, y'all. <laughs> if you guys aren't following me on Twitter, make sure you guys go to at Modiga on Twitter. That's two E's and three G's. 
Um, I tweeted, one thing about me, I love reconciliation. Life is too short to be holding grudges. I literally can't. I don't know why y'all pride yourselves on being stone cold. Um, And the reason why I tweeted that is because I feel like we're in a generation where it's so, everybody's cutting people off. And you know me, guys, I used to be the captain of cut people off. But honestly, let's dive into that a little bit more. Everybody is cutting people off, and I am the captain of cutting people off, but I think it is necessary sometimes to cut people off. But that doesn't mean that there's no space for reconciliation after you get your space. I think I'm not captain of cutting people off. I'm more so captain of boundaries. I'm captain of creating the boundaries that you need to um, protect yourself. I don't think that there's anything wrong with taking time away from people and gathering your thoughts. And I do it all the time. Like, you can ask my friends. I will just be like, you know what? I'm finna block you. And I'm I'm not finna talk to you no more because you, you crossed my boundary. You, you, you crossed the line. You did something that was inappropriate that I didn't like. But that does not mean that maybe when I'm ready and when you're ready, we can have a conversation about what happened. Um, and we can talk about what happened and we can, you know, discuss what happened. Because, like, reconciliation is beautiful. You know, I'm a Christian. I talk about it all the time. I love Jesus. Um, And one scripture that I think, you know, is really, like, it really hits my heart when it comes to this is Ephesians 4.32. It says, be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. I think I am one of the most forgiving people. Um... And I don't know if sometimes it's like a downfall for me because sometimes I'd be forgiving and I'd be forgetting and I really do be forgetting. Like it really just like it don't matter, like whatever. People are crazy. Everybody is flawed. Um, Sometimes it comes back to bite me. But a lot of the time it helps restore relationships to their to where they were, you know, and I feel like it's so important that we are really taking the time as we're getting older like don't nobody got time to be cutting everybody off don't nobody want to be lonely don't nobody not want to have no friends you know as we're getting older it's so important to take the time to analyze our friendships and see where they are because i think what happens is right now i'm in my i'm in my 20s my mid-20s i am looking at all my friendships that i've had in the past and i'm saying you know what what needs to change? Because a lot of the times what happens is the friendships that you had when you were in college, you're not shifting the, um, what's the word? The friendships that you had in college, you're not shifting the boundaries. You're not shifting the expectations. You're just moving on in these friendships as if you're still in college. You're not moving in these, fr- you're not, or still in high school, even for some people, or still in middle school. Like, these friendships, the dynamics need to change as you get older. Your expectations need to be made and met and communicated. Um, and I think that's why we have a lot of falling outs because as I'm growing older, I'm realizing, oh, I like this. I don't like this. And we do these things in our relationships, like with our partners, we'll communicate, oh, I'm, I don't like this anymore. But we don't do that with our friendships because we feel like, oh, this is forever. Well, just because it's forever doesn't mean that things aren't changing. Just because it's forever doesn't mean that, you know, they're not changing. You're not changing your boundaries, their boundaries, your expectations, their expectations. And so it's so important to do 
do an inventory of your friendships and make sure that, you know what, everybody knows what I require. Sometimes what you see as disrespect now was not what you saw as disrespect when you were in high school or in college. And what you see as love and what you see as, you know, being appreciated is not the same way. Like people talk about love languages. Our love languages change day in and day out. Like love languages, it's not just, oh, this is my love language and now that's it. Like, no, sometimes, you know what I'm saying? You go into a different tax bracket and now gift, receiving gifts is your, you know, love language. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, you know, you go through a season and now, you know, um, acts of service or, you know, you need words of affirmation. That's your love language that you need. That's your number one love. So like all these things need to be communicated in your friendships. That way, when you do have a falling out, or sometimes you can avoid these falling outs because of that very reason. But when you, let's say you do have a falling out, you're able to, you know, communicate, hey, I had communicated to you at this point that I did not like this and I don't think you heard me. So either I'm going to give you another chance to fix that or, 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 um, we're going to just allow it and dead the friendship. Now, I don't think there's anything wrong with you know, in my tweet, I said, like, I don't know why I be stone cold. Sometimes, you know, it's necessary to be stone cold. But I do think a lot of the times with the right communication, reconciliation is an option. Now, if you reconcile and this person is, you know, still crossing your boundaries, still acting crazy, obviously, obviously, or if somebody does some kind of abusive, you know, act towards you or just like something that is for you is unforgivable. Yeah, of course. Like, you know, let the friendship go, protect yourself. Like that's the most important thing at the end of the day is for you to protect yourself. It's for you to protect yourself, protecting yourself, creating your boundaries, keeping yourself safe. You know, the Bible talks about guarding your heart and that's not only in relationships. We use that scripture in, um, relation to relationships all the time. It's in friendships, like intimate relationships. It's in friendships because a lot of our friendships are really intimate relationships. And so sometimes in these relationships, you have to guard your heart. You have to protect yourself. If someone is not treating you as you desire to be treated or without respect or without, you know, you just be just being crazy. If somebody's just being crazy, you need to let it go, dead the friendship, move on, allow it, you know, free them. But if there's a, if there's an inkling in your heart to rekindle the friendship that's not rooted in, you know, codependency, but just rooted in the fact that you know that this person could have done better and they can do better, I think it's, this is your sign, baby. This is for you. This is your sign to try to reconcile. Now, one part that I want to talk about in reconciliation that is really hard is pride. So that's one thing that I don't think that I struggle with is pride. I don't feel like, well, obviously everybody has pride. I don't have pride in friendships. I feel like if we were ever super vulnerable with each other, we have a long lasting friendship, you know, you're my dog, you were my dog at some point, I do not have any pride to reach back out to you to reconcile. I don't care. And the reason why I don't care is because if if you're gonna, I don't know, shame me for or, you know, curve me or whatever or be like a D head in that you're gonna be like, Oh yeah, that's why she's reaching back out or oh yeah, that's why I let it like if you're gonna do something like that, then that's on you. That's not on me. That's not in my character. So I never I it never hurts me to apologize. It never hurts me to reach out and say, Hey, let's talk about this, you know? It never hurts me to do that because I feel like if I valued you at some 
some point, and if you valued me, then neither one of us should feel like, you know, oh, at that, 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 like, I don't, none, none of us should feel like that. So I think it's important that if you're, if it's pride that's holding you back, then it's, it's definitely not a friendship that it's definitely, no, it's, if pride is holding you back from reaching back out to your friend that you loved and adored and you feel like there's still something there, I think you should, it's your sign, baby, it's your sign to reach back out. But if it's just like, you know, if it's like actually something serious and they've hurt you and you feel betrayed and you need to protect yourself, then protect yourself. But if it's just pride and you had a falling out and you know that there's still something there, reach back out to that friend, reconcile, like talk to them because you never know you, this person may be, you know, I don't know. They might have some key to your future. Like this person may, you know, be, you may need them. That's all that it is. You may need them as a friend right now and you don't have them because of pride. And that's painful. Like that sucks. So never let pride get in the way. If you reach out, let's say they don't even respond. They don't hit you back. You did your part. You did your part. You did your due justice, due diligence, child do. I don't know. You did your do. Okay. You did your do. You reached out to them. You you wanted to reconcile. And if they don't, then that's not on you. And let it fall off the shoulder. Let it roll off the shoulder and move on. But I think the whole idea of just, you know, being stone cold in this culture of, oh, if you do me once, ah, that's it. It's kind of a little bit, you know, self-righteous because I'm sure I had to look at myself and say, you know what, what ways have I, you know, been a bad friend? And I feel like we always think that we are the the amazing friend and everyone is always doing us wrong because obviously the world revolves around us, you know, but I have to look at myself and say, whoa, like what ways am I being a bad friend and how can I adjust that? And I had to reach out to some of my friends and say, hey, have I been meeting your needs as a friend? You know, have I been, you know fulfilling your quotas as a friend like do inventory see where your friendships are because sometimes you put so much stock into a relationship and that person has already moved on and hasn't even communicated that to you so it's so important to say you know what if I need to know where I stand with you because sometimes you be thinking this your BFF child and y'all associates in their eyes. So do that inventory, have those conversations and make sure that you are not, you know, putting all this stock, all this effort, all this energy into a friendship that is only one sided. You know, we could talk about we we could talk about friendships all day like we really could because there's just so much learning. And as we're growing, we are changing. Our friendships are changing. Like I said, our requirements are changing. But all of this stuff is so important to communicate. It's so important to discuss open communication. And this falls into relationships as well. Like I think everything that I'm saying today could also, you know, help you in your relationship. Like, babe, where are we? Where do we stand? You know? And I I think that's so important. Like, you know, people talk about soulmates all the time and it's always in like an intimate relationship, but I think your friends can be your soulmates as well. And so it's so important to treat your friendships with the same delicacy, same forgiveness as your relationships, child. Some, some of y'all, some of y'all, let me say some of us, some of us will forgive that man one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times. And then when it comes to your friends, you give them one shot and that's it. That's that's sad. 
That is sad. If you're going to forgive that man that is dogging you out a million and one kajillion times, you better forgive your friend that one time or that them two times maybe that they was acting a little crazy, acting a little out of character. Okay? That's what I believe. I feel like if you're willing to give your partner a million chances, like, come on. Like, come on. Extend that. Maybe not that same grace, but because some of that forgiveness y'all be giving to the men don't really be warranted. But extend some of that grace to your friends, too. Like, everybody is human. Everyone is growing. Everyone is making mistakes. Um... But yeah, so I think that's so important. But that's it for today's episode, guys. Um, I just posted something on the at a combo mo Instagram. So make sure you guys give me feedback. I can't wait to see that. As well as I remember last week I said we had a special guest. This special guest is really coming next week. Um, and we have a couple interviews coming, so but as for now, y'all gonna be hearing from me every week. That's for sure. One thing's for sure, two things for certain. Y'all gonna be hearing from me every week. Um, so make sure you guys share, leave reviews, um, star heart, whatever platform you're listening to, do whatever is asked. Um, yeah, and that's it, guys. Stay tuned for next week. I'm so excited to be, you know, on this journey with you guys of learning ourselves and learning each other and honestly just having the conversations worth having. So <laughs> make sure y'all, yeah, stay tuned, subscribe, all of that stuff. All right. And we are out in five, four, three, two, one.